This is Alana Smith, and you're listening to the Captain America Comic Book Fans Podcast. Greetings, Cap fans, and welcome to episode 88 of the Captain America Comic Book Fans Podcast. I'm your host, Rick Verbanis, and as always, I'm joined by the best gosh darn co-host out there, and that would be Mr. Bob Lucius. Hey, Bob. Wakanda forever. <laughs> you, well, I wasn't, I wasn't going to say, Yimbabwe. <laughs> I wasn't going to say that. You know why? Because, why? Because Yimbabwe is, is more of like a battle cry. Uh-huh. You know, it's like, hold Seems fast is Seems what it kind of yeah. what, what it means right mm-hmm. well what well, kind of forever though with the greetings like because i crossed mm-hmm. my arms when i said that to bob yeah. i uh that's a greeting oh. it's a greeting in wakanda okay right yeah. and that's my greeting to you today yeah is wakanda forever all right i love that i love it i love it i'd like the Mbambe as well <laughs> uh, well I, I had to say it even though it's yeah. really not appropriate yeah. <laughs> uh, and and so you know, people may ask, well, why are we talking about Wakanda? I thought this was the Captain America comic book fans podcast. Mm-hmm. And you would be right in asking that question unless you read the issue we are covering today. The issue is Captain America, symbol of truth, number one. And this is the brand new series starring Sam Wilson. And the, uh, the story involves Wakanda. But you know what? Speaking of uh, spoiler alerts, Rick, uh, I I fell for one. You know, it's like I'm like a moth to a flame when it comes to you. Uh, Because you (laughs) had had to take that. There was some uh, some spoiler thread. What the heck was it? Was it about Obi-Wan or something? Oh, yes. Uh, yes, Yeah. Yeah. And you made a comment. And I was like, oh, Rick made a comment on something. And I dove right in and read read your comment, you know, on some disparate group or something. And it was Uh and only afterwards I was like, oh, my God, this is a spoiler. This is a spoiler. Oh, oh you had not seen Obi Wan <laughs> yet? No, I hadn't uh, seen that yet. So. Well, that's happened to me too. Yeah, that has totally happened to me. Where I was like, "Oh, someone comment on this," and I go and click on it, and I read it, and I'm like, oh, "No, I don't <laughs> want to know that." <laughs> yeah. So, come oh, on, well. Facebook, get it together. You get can't to- yeah. change those algorithms. You can't just uh, yeah. link us to things like that. That's how it is. Like, I hang on every word you say. So, well, what you kind know. of you know? I have that like effect on people. Moth to a flame. Mm. <laughs> or, or fungus to a mole <laughs> something like that something, something like that yeah, yeah whatever uh so bob we've got a lot going on in the facebook group um we uh a few weeks ago you know we asked the question because uh, I, I like to put, put put this out there about every once or twice a year and ask um you know do you listen to our podcast and this is in our in our Facebook group. And if you haven't been part of the Facebook group, you really should check it out. It's, it's a great way to interact with other Captain America comic book fans and um, share your uh, memorabilia, share your favorite comics, stories. Um, you know, there's all kinds of fun stuff on there. Like, you know, I, I, I think one of the running jokes I always say is, you know, I, I, I never knew I always wanted that. Uh, right you know because yeah. like if someone will post something you know from like oh my god or, or you know yeah. uh here here's something that like i hadn't thought about in 
30, 40 years. Yep. Um, anyway, it's a fun group. And it so, is. uh, and we have like, I don't know, like over 4,000 cap fans on there. Um, and so I, I posted poll, um, do you listen to our weekly show? And I, I gave, um, I gave a bunch of choices, right? I gave like seven different choices. And uh, do you want to hear the results, Bob? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, number one reply, 34% of the vote went to yes, sometimes. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. We like that. Yeah. Um, then 23% of the vote went to yes, and I'm a patron. And let me just say, Thank you. We love you. We love our patrons. Mm -hmm. Then 13, lucky number 13 said, no, I don't listen to podcasts or have any interest. So 13% said no. Uh, Then 10% said yes, every episode, but I'm not a patron. And that's cool. We love you too. Thank you for listening to every episode. Mm -hmm. Then, and this, this gets me, Bob, this gets me every time. 10% 10% said, wait, there's a show? <laughs> I knew I mean, you were, I knew you were going to bring that one up. Yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. like I post every, every single, single. Way, every, every single Wednesday when the new yeah. podcast comes out, I put a post and mm-hmm. I pin it to the top. Mm-hmm. It's featured. You can't miss it. Yeah. I have every month I put a new calendar up. I pin it up. It's featured. You can't miss it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it always blows my mind that there's, yeah. and so 10% said, wait, there's a show. Um, then we got 7% said no, but I've been meaning to, All right. and, uh, I just want to say, uh, to, uh, Jamie, Frank, Lou, Mark, Edmund, Moondoggy, if you are listening now, Hey, welcome. We're glad you finally did. Yep. Pour yourself a tall glass of milk, kick your shoes off. Sit on down on that couch of yours and turn it on. Dive right in. Or your car. Whatever. Wherever you're listening. Yeah. And then the last result was, Bob, 3%. So only 3% Mm -hmm. said yes, but only to the interviews. Hmm. Now, listen, we would love to get more interviews, but Mm -hmm. there's only so many creators and there's only so much time. But we still promise every first Wednesday of the month we'll have an interview. So, um, and we've been we've been true mm-hmm. to that for a while. Yeah. And um, if, people, if people knew how you shook the bushes to get those <laughs> interviews, right? I mean, you're tracking down people standing outside their homes, right? I, I mean, it's yeah, it, it's not easy sometimes. I mean, you were hunting down Mark Wade for a long time. That's true. Yeah, so, I've gone, you know, to, gone to various cons. Yeah, done, uh, yeah, yeah. Just so try it's, to. It's not easy. So uh, kudos to you for the interviews that you have been able to land. Well, thank you, thank you, and and you've done a good job bringing some some uh, novelists in, right? We've had uh, various uh, authors come in, and sure. you've done a yeah. great job bringing those guys in. Yep. yep. Um, so here's some comments because we did ask for some some constructive you know, criticism. I'll always appreciate that. And do you want to, you want to hear a few? Yeah. Unless one of them is don't like drink less. <laughs> but I don't uh, want to hear that. Let's see. Walter uh, Cahill said, uh, I listen every week and love the show. Um, 
Nate Charles said, I've recently started listening from the beginning. Once I'm caught up, I'll definitely be listening on a weekly basis. Um, Steve Rogers, not that Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, I'm a patron and I've listened to the first few episodes, uh, but he's very busy right now. Hopes to catch up before long. Mm-hmm. Richard Field says, I listen every week. I love to listen to the older stories, not so much the current stuff. Um, Everett Starr says, I discovered this podcast three months ago. Just last week, I've caught up to the most recent episode, and now I am current. Wow, in wow. three months, he yeah. listened to 80 some episodes. Yeah, wow, it took us like Everett. a year and a half to make them. I know. Jeez, Louise, that's, that's amazing. Uh, he said, This is a grade A podcast, it's funny and clean. So I replied, Bob, uh, thanks for listening. I must be the bleeping clean part of the show. Yeah. It's also, he's also the one who edits it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I do. I do all the editing. That's true. Uh, Joshua Van Dyne, patron of the show. I never miss an episode. Even if I'm a little late listening to the episode, I still catch it generally before the next episode drops. Casey G. Smith. Here you go, Bob. I started at episode one about a month ago. And I listen to a few a day while working from home. I love it. Wow. I know. Apologies to your boss. Mm-hmm. We're sorry. You're not very productive. <laughs> at least I know I wouldn't be. I, I can't listen to a podcast and work he, at the same time, he, but I could have <laughs> to him. He hears more from me than my wife does. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, Catman. Now, Catman wrote a very long response, and we appreciate it. We read every single word, but mm-hmm. I'll just skim the highlights here. Love the show, especially the ones with guests. I also enjoy the rare occasion when you read a story I'm not familiar with because it let me know if I'm interested in getting it. Um, I like the story reading episodes just fine. Love the discussion. I like them better the way you did them in the beginning. It seemed like you summarized things more. Seems like you read every word balloon and describe every panel now, but your voices and acting have gotten better and better. They have. I, I give you credit for that. Yeah. yeah. Why? Thank you. And then uh, we have Aaron Paul. I'm a new patron. Thank you, Aaron. I've listened to the weekly episodes. I like the issue selection, like Road 2 series, but I like the interviews more. The, of, uh, the episode with Mark White brought me to the community. I like the conversation you'll have deep diving the issues because it really flexes out how you all know the cap history. It helped me to grow a deeper appreciation for the mythos and comparisons of creators. So this is, this is all great feedback. It Thank is. Uh, and that uh, brings me to uh, Timothy Yablonski. I listened to a few shows. I liked the discussion interviews. I tried the road to the captain episode and disliked having the comic read out loud. That inhibited from listening to other episodes that looked like they followed that format. Conversely, I enjoyed the episode you did with a patron just discussing the overall storyline itself. All right. So, Bob, um, all good feedback, mm-hmm. all good feedback. But, you know, some some things have been brought to light. So we have um, obviously a, a, a great loyal following, people who listen every week or, or listen sometimes. Um, uh, some have commented that they like um, – having less of the comic read and more of the comic discussed. So um, 
I don't know, Bob, you know, is this something we want to maybe just put out there to the rest of the group to, to get some feedback? You know, uh, should we think about changing the format of the show? What do you think? Well, Rick, you know, I, I think it never hurts to uh, to ask the listeners what they want to hear. Right. I mean, uh, they're they're. <laughs> Well, they're the paying customers. They're paying with their time, right? Their time and the attention. And sometimes they're patrons, but but all of them are paying with their time and the attention. So yeah, I think it doesn't hurt to reach out to them um, and uh, and see what folks want to hear. Excellent. Well, then we'll put that out there in the uh, in the Facebook group. So if you um, if you want to weigh in on how the direction of this show goes, then please, if you haven't already joined, join. Uh, the Captain America comic book fans Facebook group, and then you can uh, put that. Uh, we'll put a we'll put a um, a poll up, and we'll give people an opportunity to vote, and then also weigh in with their comments. And if you're just not on Facebook and you want to go to Apple Podcasts, you can go there and leave us a five star review, and maybe put in there your thoughts whether you want us to continue reading or maybe uh, another direction, you can do that as well. Or if you just want to email me directly, you can email me at capcomicfans at gmail.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right. Well, uh, with that said, Bob, um, let's get to this episode's comic that we're covering. Um, and like I said, we're, we're very excited because we got a new series to go over. And when we covered Captain America Zero, uh, it got us primed for this series uh, because it had so- multiple writers, but including uh, the one who writes this series, Symbol of Truth. Um, and so just a little bit of information about the, the writer. Um, his name is Tochi Onyabuchi. And I, I, I hope I'm pronouncing the last name right. Uh, but uh, so Tochi, he's, a, um, he's actually more of a, a science fiction uh, fantasy writer, um, but he's recently got into comic books. Um, he actually, Bob, he was, he was actually also a, uh, a civil rights lawyer at one point. Really? Uh, yeah. Huh. Um, so he, he published a few books uh, for young adults. And then his first uh, adult book um, actually was nominated for several awards. Um, and it's called Riot Baby. And that came out in 2020. Um, so Marvel reached out to him about writing comics and he did he he came on board uh and and wrote black panther legends miniseries 
And then that led to this. So now he's on this series. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool. Um, the, the artist on this book, uh, R.B. Silva is what he's professionally known as. Uh, his name is Rubens Bernardino Silva. He's, he's from uh, Brazil. And uh, I got to say, his art is really top-notch. Like, they got a really good. I'd never heard of him before, even though he's been around. I mean, he's been, he's done Fantastic Four. He's done X-Men. He's done Spider-Man. He's done a bunch of fill-in issues. Um, so he's been around. I just, I wasn't familiar with his name. But man, uh, I, I, I'm really impressed by his work. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of great artists now. Rick. I mean, we talked about some of them in our interview with Alana, you know, that uh, we often hear people say that, oh, you know, today's artists can't hold a candle. But there's so many good artists out there working today if you take the time to look and, and RB is one of them. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and he's penciled and inked this book, uh, which is, is which is pretty cool. Um, the uh, colorist is Jesus Arbatov, letterer Joe Caramanga, and the editor is Alana Smith. So the solicitation for this particular issue, Captain America soars again. Sam Wilson picks up the shield once more and enters a world of trouble. Following a lead from Misty Knight, Sam intercepts a mysterious group hijacking what appears to be an empty train. As he digs deeper, he discovers that the plot may be connected to a crucial piece of Captain America history and, surprisingly, Wakanda. The world is ready for two Captain Americas, but is Sam Wilson ready for what comes next? Acclaimed writer Tochi Oyabuchi, Black Panther Legends and Riot Baby, teams with Stormbreaker, R.B. Silva, Powers of X, Inferno, Fantastic Four, to open a thrilling new chapter of Captain America history. Sounds exciting. <laughs> um, so the cover, let's talk about the cover, shall we? Mm-hmm, we shall. Uh, so the the one was done by R.B. Silva, uh, the main cover, totally looks like it was drawn out of the uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier miniseries, um, that last episode where, uh, I'm talking about the Disney Plus series, right? Where, mm-hmm. where um What's the actor's name? <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Oh, you put me on the spot. Now I can't remember his darn name. Uh, all right. Oh, my God. Anthony Mackie. Anthony Mackie. Okay. Yeah. So it, it totally looks like, you know, a rendition of Anthony Mackie. Um, and there's a pose, actually, uh, from the, the Disney Plus series where he's kind of standing and, and you see like, you know, from the side, from his right, and he's holding the shield um, and he's wearing that, that costume and there's a flag behind him and he's mm-hmm. got the wing. Yeah. So it's tall. And, but it's, he's rocking a new shield. Now we mm-hmm. saw this shield in cap zero, but maybe you could describe it again to, to the listeners. Yeah. Well, it has a little bit, of, you know, the, the shield itself has a little bit of the flavor of, of caps world war uh, two shield. Right, the original shield with the blue outer ring, right, and uh, and then there's a white ring and a red inner ring with a blue disc in the in the center, and then of course in lieu of the of of the five pointed star, we have uh, what looks to be as you I think so aptly described it last time uh, the Starfleet logo, 
uh, Star with, Trek, yeah, the, the, uh, yeah, the, the Star Trek Starfleet logo with uh, with an inverted V uh, forming again. Um, uh, uh, in this case, a uh, five point star. So um, it's a it's a it's a really cool looking shield, and I think it's gonna we're gonna see a lot of it at uh, conventions and cosplay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and and then the logo itself says Captain America, and in uh, big bold font, and then underneath in smaller font, symbol of truth. And when we were talking to Alana Smith, one of the things that she pointed out about Captain America Zero was that the Captain America was in stripes, red, white, and blue. And then there were stars, like stars on each side, you know? And she said that for symbol of truth, it's going with the stripes, red, white, and blue. And then when Central Liberty comes out, it'll have the stars. So mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool that she pointed that out. However, I will say that that might be this, the, the case for the first issue, issue of Central of Liberty, where there's like two stars on either side. But then when I started looking at solicitations for like issue two and issue three, um, the stars are gone and they're red, white, and blue uh, huh. stripes. So. I'm wondering if there was a decision made of because now their logos look identical, you know, um, like they both have the red, white, and blue without stars and then small print underneath. I'm wondering if that's almost kind of like on purpose so that people will, you know, when they're on, on the on the comic rack and they're just picking up like, oh, I'm just picking up Captain America. I don't care. You know, it's they're all the same. You know what I mean? Uh, if it's some sort of uh, marketing, I don't know. That seems like that could be confusing, though, because uh, particularly these days where they have variant covers, you might think you're picking up a variant cover and not looking on the inside. That's true. Speaking of the variant cover, um, that's the one I picked up for this issue. So my personal copy that I have here is the variant issue. And, and to your point, the Captain America symbol of truth logo is at the bottom and so at the top, it's very, very clean. That's what I liked about it. Mm-hmm. So the image of Sam as Captain America with his wings uh, kind of opened in, in a dark gray sky behind him. Um, uh, and then there's a, uh, of course, Red Wing, his, his loyal companion, um, is flying next to him. So I liked that, that cover. So for my personal collection, I, I got one. Nice. I think I, I, what I like about this cover, I like a lot of things about this cover, Rick, but I also, I love the amount of detail on his wings. Right. I mean, he's, um, um, it, it, it shows sort of the machinery, right. The, uh, the Are you technology, talking about the main cover, the main cover. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's certainly, yeah. A lot there. And of course, Wakanda made his wings, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that might play into this story at some point. All right. I'm going to read the preface here. I don't always do that, but you know, on the title page, it says at the very top, once a social worker from Harlem, Sam Wilson's life changed forever when he gained high tech wings and the ability to communicate with birds. It changed again when he inherited the mantle of Captain America from Steve Rogers. Though he turned away from the shield for a time to find his own path. Now he's fighting the good fight once again as Captain America symbol of truth. And then at the bottom of the, of the t- uh, title page, Bob, I thought it was interesting. 
At the bottom, it says Captain America created by Joe Simon and Jack Kirby. I find that interesting because Sam Wilson, I mean, there should be something in here saying Sam Wilson was created by Stan Lee and Gene Colan. There's no reference to that at all. Right. Now, I get that this is a Captain America book. But, you know, Joe Simon and Jack Kirby didn't create Sam Wilson. Right. So I, I, I kind of feel like that's missing. Yeah, that is a bit of a, I think a bit short-sighted, right? I mean, I, you got to give credit where credit's due. And I know there's, 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 there's always, you know, this gnashing of teeth over, you know, get, giving credit for Captain America. But I think it's equally appropriate, as you pointed out, that, you know, we give appropriate credit for Sam Wilson, a.k.a. the Falcon, who mm-hmm. in this case is now wielding the mantle of Captain America. So, yeah, it's, it's obviously an oversight, mm-hmm. an omission, I should say. All right. Well, maybe they'll fix that at some point. All right. We turn to the beginning of the story and we are over the American Southwest. And uh, it's, it's kind of like cavernous, right? Uh, kind of like a desert, mountains, caverns. And there's a train line that is going through um, behind or through the mountains. Mm-hmm. All's quiet on the Western Front, Cap. Eyes open, Falcon. We're nearing the coordinates of the manifest. Train should be nearby. Red Wing sights no bogey so far. Just a field mice, rattlesnakes, and a really angry sun. Like someone made a photocopy of Mitia's home in Senora. Misty's not the wild goose chase type. And if Misty Knight says someone's smuggling super soldier serum on this train, then someone's smuggling super soldier serum on this train. And it's the next page, and it's a three-quarter splash, double-page double splash of Falcon and Captain America. But it's not who we were expecting, Bob. So when we had on the intercom, hey, Cap, hey, Falcon, we were expecting different people. But instead, we have Sam Wilson as Captain America, and then we have Joaquin Torres as the Falcon. And Joaquin, the Falcon, replies to Sam, try saying that five times fast. How is Misty, by the way? And Falcon lands on the train and he busts in through a door with his shield. Well, married to the job, both of you. That's why you'd make such a great couple. Back out's clear. No sign of the component. Just parts for a wind farm, it looks like. Activity at my three o'clock. And there's an explosion. And Joaquin says, uh, Sam, found our bogeys. And there's a big explosion with some bullets coming in, making a loud noise, Bob. <laughs> and then we see these SUVs uh, coming over the, over, the, over the ridge. And then also some, uh, some really interesting looking uh, flying vessels. They're all, you know, coming. I mean, there's a, there's a bunch of them. And they're all flying um, towards the train. And there's, then there's a guy who pokes his head out one of the SUV windows, and he has a big rifle target of 400 meters. And then on top of the train, there's a helicopter letting down a bunch of soldiers. Target reached. Next page, a two-thirds page splash, and the, uh, 
these soldiers are coming in and, and they're firing at Sam as he's holding his shield up, um, protecting himself from the fire. Falcon, sit rep. Something's jamming our long-range comms. They got the skies, Cap. Next page, and we see Falcon flying while explosions all going off around him, Bob. Boom, 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 boom. I hate mosquitoes. Looks like we're not the only ones after the component. I need a scan. Sending a package your way. Package incoming. And at this point, with his shield, he knocks one of the soldiers out the window. And the Falcon grabs him with his feet. Package received. And then he's using his his uh, helmet, um, almost like an Iron Man type of thing, where he can kind of read things. Uh, it's a really um, high-tech gear that Joachim is, is, is wearing. Mm-hmm. And, he, and he's scanning, and he sees, and he by getting his eye print, he figures out who the guy is. Guy named Harvey Madsen, standard Merc type, no affiliation. Where's these guys coming from? We're in the dead zone. Comms blackout makes this the perfect place for an ambush. Target, lock on Torres. Falcon, missile coming. Next page. And um, Cap goes to stop the missile with his shield so that to protect Torres. Sam, wait. And there's a big explosion. <laughs> Sam! And then as... Sam goes flying, he lands and he's unconscious. And he, he starts to dream or reminisce. You can't be serious. And it's in Harlem. This is earlier. And we see Misty Knight with her mechanical arm, you know, because she's got a cyborg arm, dipping some fries and some ketchup. And they're sitting probably at a at a KFC. Mercedes Knight, you tell me you never had Kennedy's fried chicken? Samuel Wilson, this where you tell me it's the best fried chicken this side of the Mason-Dixon or something? I mean, if you come in after 10 p.m., yes. Before then, second best. Y'all are always like this. Next, someone's from Nebraska's going to come busting through the door like, oh, you've never had doodly Doo's chicken sandwich. That's the best. Doodly doo's got nothing on 125th Street. And then we cut to them uh, after eating and they're outside walking in the middle of daylight uh, in a crowded street. We lived in Sugar Hill when I was a kid. 125th Street was for special occasions, a movie, shopping, the Apollo. We didn't have Showtime at the Apollo money. Dad used to take us to the Baptist Church on 152nd Street. Sam, 152nd Street? That was us. One train stop between us, and we never met as kids. Home's a big place when it wants to be. And then they're walking up on a, uh, uh, some sort of, what would you call this? It looks like a demonstration of some sort. Yeah. yeah. And people are having signs, Wakanda forever. Mm-hmm. And Bob Bay. <laughs> and there's a, there's a guy, uh, wearing a uh, traditional African garb, you know, with his uh, top and his hat and he's holding a microphone and he's standing over a huge crowd. I want everyone in this crowd to raise their hands. That's right. Everyone high as you can. Now, if you've never been pulled over by a cop, 
lower your hand. I don't see anybody lowering their hands, Bob. Mm -mm. If you've never had a doctor tell you they didn't believe you, if you've never had a doctor discount your suffering, lower your hand. They're not lowering their hands. Now, Bob, I'm going to pause here for a second because this Uh is interesting to me. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, I work, I work in Mm -hmm. pharma. And so Mm -hmm. um, I learned about Mm -hmm. sickle cell disease. Uh I don't know how much, you know, but it was Mm -hmm. brand new to me. Like I I had never heard about this more than probably a year and a half ago. I didn't know it existed. And uh, it is a horrible, debilitating disease, Mm -hmm. primarily in the African-American or African really culture, but now african-american as well i mean it it, i think it originated over there Uh, i could be wrong but um it is something that happens in your blood um that transforms your cells and and deforms your cells um where the 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 blood cells um become the sickle shape and they're harder to pass through and what happens is something called a pain crisis Mm-hmm. And this pain crisis is very debilitating. Um, you you feel like you want to die. I mean, it, it's just horrible, horrible pain, and it can come on at any time. There's hardly, you know, um, any warning. Um, after living with the disease, you can kind of know when you do certain things that might bring it on, and you might change and alter your, you know, what you eat or drink or stress or things like that but but really it's 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 this horrible pain crisis that comes on and then what happens is you know the the people who are suffering they might go to the emergency room they might go to an urgent clinic or or something like that and the doctors can't see anything wrong with them but they're asking for some sort of painkiller and so often they are not trusted and saying, well, you're, you're, you're just here for drugs. Mm -hmm. And that is what this is being referred to in this panel. Mm -hmm. So if anybody like me, wasn't familiar with sickle cell disease, uh, probably didn't understand this panel, but uh, I just wanted to add my two cents on that. All right. Interesting. So Misty says to Sam, who was that? Another, another one of those Wakanda forever people. They can't stand this country. Want to act like paradise is just an ocean away. Never lost a loved one to gun violence? Lower your hand. And things are so sunny over here? That's the point, Misty. Making this country a place where we can live and thrive? That's my job. This movement means I ain't doing so hot. Next page, Misty grabs Sam on the shoulder, reassuring. Come on, let's walk off that dinner. You should freelance for us. Aberrant Crimes Division. Simpler life, better pay. Investigating Central World, Other Dimensional Monsters, Magic Bullets, that whole thing with Carnage. Simpler life, huh? You stalking me, Wilson? I keep tabs on my friends, Misty. That's all. In case they ever need saving. Well, then you'd know that San Fran weather could do you some good. I got a satellite office here, too. Invitation stands. I'm good. Now that I've got the old gig back, I enjoy punching Nazis too much. Typical Captain America, beep, and they both smile. And then next, uh, 
there sitting on top of a uh, a brownstone, enjoying the the sunset, drinking. Looks like a few cold brews there. Anyway, I got a tip for you. Not really my Ballywick, but it might be more your speed. It's pronounced Ballywick. Shut up, Sam. Anyway, this tip. A smuggling operation. I figure it's Mercs. Leave it to the regulars. But it was what they're smuggling. That's the issue. There's a freight train. Route runs through New Mexico, Arizona, the southwest. Manifest is right here. Looks innocuous enough. Water filtration parts? That's just a placeholder. Train's actually going to be carrying a chemical component of super soldier serum. Typical Captain America. Beep! And Sam looks at her wide-eyed. Next page. Any read on the cell? Buyer? Nope. Don't know yet. But that's probably what you're going to find out. Are you giving me a mission? Sam Wilson. I would never. He just smiles. So we board the train, see where it goes, find our buyer, mission accomplished. We? You speak French now? I met me and Joaquin. You sound disappointed. You sure that's what I sounded like? Just make sure you get back safe, all right? You did not just say that. You're right. I take it back. Never happened. You can rewind time now. You keep time stones in your office, too? Speaking of the office... I should be getting back. And she gives him a peck on the cheek. And then she jumps off. This wasn't a date, by the way. Next page. Sam's just kind of standing there watching her go. And he smiles. Not a date in my ass. Cap. 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 And then we see Sam in present time opening his eyes. And there's another expression behind him that makes a loud noise. I was about to break out the smelling salts. And then Sam lands with his uh, stuff glowing on him from, from exploding near him. And he, he goes up to the, uh, the three soldiers and he, has, and, he, and he grimaces. Now, where were we? And he starts making short work with him, punching and kicking and hitting with the shield. Cap, I think I f- can fix our locust problem. The drones are being remote controlled. I got eyes on the satellite. And Joaquin flies high, like real high. And he gets up to like the satellite and he destroys it. And Sam's on the ground. Good hive eyes again. Long range comms are online again. Calling for backup now. Copy that, Sam. I'll keep them off your tail. And just then, um, there's a helicopter with a Gatling cannon firing at Sam. But Joaquin flies through the helicopter, knocking out the pilot. Pretty sure he just killed him. Um. And then I don't know what happens on this next page. What happens with this helicopter, Bob? Uh, it's just firing widely. Yeah, it looks like it's firing widely. Maybe it's hitting those drones that are flying around. I don't know. Oh. I don't know what's going on. 
Uh, but then like there's four SUVs coming up and they're firing uh, machine guns at, uh, at Sam Falcon. Any more until in our guys get this. They're all named Harvey Madsen. Well, somebody's seen Reservoir Dogs. Now, you want to, you want to talk about that reference? I, I don't, because I, I haven't seen that in a long time, buddy. I don't, ah, I don't no, you don't think so, Mr. White? Uh, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know Reservoir Dogs. Ah, yeah, that's a great movie. Um, God. Yeah, I haven't seen that in a while either. It's 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 a little dark. It's a little violent. It's you know not something you watch with the kiddies. Yeah. Um. So then Sam throws his shield and takes out uh, the gunners on the top of all of the all of the uh, SUVs. At least we know we got the right train. I'm taking this one with us, and he grabs one of the soldiers. Next page, and he puts him in a compartment, and he has a chain that he's wrapping around his hands and his arms. All right, Harvey Madsen, number 22. Let's get this started. Who's paying you? If you say your mom, I'll knock out the rest of your teeth. Whatever it is, ain't enough for what you just went through. I bought a gold toilet yesterday. I see you're a man of culture. Harvey, number 22. This the part where you beat me to a pulp? Nah, we did that already. You're just going to hang here for a bit till we figure some things out. That's a good boy. And he pulls the chain to, to make sure that his, he's hanging from the chain by his, on his, in his hands. And then we cut to the next page. We see Joaquin flying, and he's scanning the train with his helmet, scanning the front half of the train. It's empty, Cap. That doesn't sound like Misty. What's our buddy say? He's thinking about his mistake. So then Cap gets to the front of the train and he sees the uh, the drivers, the conductors. We can slow down now, Chief. You're out of danger. We haven't even picked up any cargo yet. Why did they attack us? That's what we'd like to know. Falcon, cleanup's going to deal with the mess back there. Maybe they can figure out who was trying to pull off that green train robbery. Needs more horses. Wait, Cap. I think I got something. And he goes over to one of the cars and he flies down and lands. Okay. Definitely sought heat signatures here. Let's see who's home. And he rips off um, the roof and he looks down. The hell? And then there's a bunch of like passengers, immigrants. And there's like a sickly lady. And then, then there's a young lady who's standing over her and some kids holding a, like a, a club she's like stay back and then joaquin takes off his helmet and looks down louisa joaquin you know her she's she's my cousin from mexico joaquin this woman needs a doctor we'll get you help so we cut to the next scene where uh this is a little later and uh, there's a helicopter there um i'm not sure who this is can it be shield i don't know um, but it's, uh, it's, a uh, the good guys coming and taking away, um, helping the, the, the immigrants and, and people who've been hurt, injured. And then there's a, a woman here, uh, talking with, uh, Sam and Joaquin. Senator Mansfield sends his regards. Tell him I said, thank you for the backup. Would have called sooner, but well, 
We'll take it from here. We've already apprehended the suspects 10 miles east of here. Just make sure these people are taken care of. They look like they've been through a lot. They'll be given the best of care, Mr. Torres. I don't like it, Captain. No barrels on the train. All empty containers. The serum component doesn't seem airborne. No, I'm talking about her. I'm talking about the senator. Mansfield knows that if anything happens to them, he'll have to answer to me. We're sending these people to a facility run off the books by an anti-immigration U.S. senator. This about your cousin? It's just, she reminded me of Sonora, where my extended family's from. I thought I'd left that place in my rear view. Go with it. You can make sure she's safe. Thanks, Cap. And he does. He flies after the helicopter, leaving Sam there by himself, wondering next steps. Next page, we cut to the Cumberland Federal Correctional Institute, and it's it's late at night, and we cut to a cell where we have an inmate wearing an orange jumpsuit, bald, white guy, laying on his cot, listening to the radio. And Chris Judge steals home. Another run for the White Sox. Hey, Rumlow, you got a visitor. I'm watching the game. You're lost, pal. And he's just laying there with his arms behind his head and his eyes closed. And then you hear a crack, crack. Ah! And Rumlow sits up. And the next page is a full page splash. How would you describe this, this, uh, this person? You know, um, he's a dapper dude, uh, Rick. He's, he looks tall. He kind of has a Tony Stark look about him, if you ask me. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, he's wearing a white suit with some sort of uh, colorful scarf sort of draped around his left, uh, left shoulder. Yes, and he, um, he's, uh, he does look like Tony Stark a little bit. And he says to Rumlow, the gentleman said you have a visitor. Who the hell are you? My colleagues call me the White Wolf. Enemies, too. You can call me Hunter. Now, do you know who this character is, Bob? The White Wolf? Yeah. I don't, Rick. So the White Wolf is actually kind of related to T'Challa, Black Panther. Really? He's his stepbrother. So at one point, uh, the king, T'Chaka, um, I guess, adopted him. Um, and he, he was from um, a neighboring country. And uh, he, I guess, was orphaned. I, I don't know the whole story. Mm-hmm. But T'Chaka... Um, had uh, adopted him and raised him as his own son. Then he had T'Challa, um, but still treated, you know, uh, White Wolf fine. And he wasn't always called White Wolf. I mean, that wasn't, that was like a nickname, but mm-hmm. um, he got the nickname because after um, he, he put him in charge of his secret guard and he was known as the White Wolf. Um, so, the um there was some animosity between him and T'Challa when T'Challa took uh, over as the king 
Mm-hmm. Um, so some people compare the relationship uh, kind of like a, a Loki Thor type of relationship. All right. All right. Well, I remember we talked about this with Alana, right? And she was very clear that, you know, this is not the white wolf of the, the Marvel cinematic universe. Correct. Yeah. Right. My colleagues call me the white wolf. Enemies too. You can call me Hunter. Yeah. And what do you want? Money, mostly. But I've recently gotten into pharmaceuticals. Well, you're looking for investors in the wrong place. I ain't got what's it called uh, seed money for your little startup or whatever. Oh, there's no startup involved. You here to break me out or something? Because I don't need your help for that. Then what are you doing here? I was watching the game before you interrupted me. A waste of your talents. Look, wolf guy, whatever you're selling, not interested. I've got a plum gig running this place. But you look so bored. What if I told you I'm about to overthrow a country? Okay. Keep going. I've already gotten started. Think of the white wolf as a chess, not checkers kind of guy. Okay, Mr. Chess, not checkers. And he sits up from his cot. What do you got for me? What am I doing? Which country are we toppling? A couple of them, really. And hey, for fun, I'll even let you kill Captain America. Now, do you prefer Mr. Rumlow or Crossbones? And then the next page, the last page, is a full splash of Sam in his Captain America uniform walking up the steps of the White House late at night. No, no, it's the U.S. Capitol. Ah, yes, you are correct. So I guess he's going to see the senator. Mm -hmm. To be continued. All right, Bob, before we get started on talking about this, Mm -hmm. I do want to say that I I I have to talk about the next issue. Okay? Okay. Because the next issue, number two, it says, after thwarting a train robbery with mysterious ties to the super soldier serum, Sam Wilson needs information. Unfortunately, the person he needs information from is Deadpool, who's in prison in Latin Vary. No one said picking up the shield again would be easy. So we have crossbones, then Deadpool, then Dr. Doom. Holy crap. <laughs> I mean... The, the, he's not holding back. Oh, and your butchie's diving right in, man. Yeah. 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 So what'd you think? What'd you think of this uh, I, first issue of this? I think it's pretty good, series? man. I, I liked it. You know, there's a lot of things to like here. Um, so the art's great. I think the writing's snappy. I like the fact that, you know, as you pointed out with Sickle Cell, you know, I love when there's a line or panel that makes you stop and do a little digging and you learn a little something, right? Mm-hmm. So the writing is contemporary. It's talking about, you know, real world issues. Um, but it's also, you, know, you can, you can pick up a little something here and learn a little something while being entertained. I agree. Yeah. I think, I think, you know, when we talked about uh, months ago, right, Bob, we talked about what are we looking for mm-hmm. in the next Captain America series? Um it's funny 
back then, neither of us would have ever guessed that we would have not one series, but two series. Right. Right. Yeah. And so I know you mentioned that, you know, you like something as contemporary political type of uh, topics where Cap's hitting those head on. Um, I talked about, I just want a fun adventure. You know, I, I want to have more of the Captain America superhero as opposed to the super soldier. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think this one maybe had a little bit of both. I know. I'm seeing that, you know, that meme, that like little gif with the little girl who says, why, why not, not both? both? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I love that. Right. I've used yeah. that many times. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so, um, yeah, you pointed out some, some things, you know, uh, of, of, you know, the political stuff. I mean, obviously like the, the stuff on the street, right. Mm-hmm. You know, um, with the, the Wakanda forever type of thing, uh, that brought up some points and, and, and it's true. I mean, these are topics that are real and are important. Um, I personally don't want them thrown, you know, in my face as I'm trying to do escapism, uh, mm-hmm. from the everyday life. And, right. and, and, and I don't think that was, I think, yeah. I think, I think Tochi did a nice job, uh, bringing it up. It's, part and it it wasn't just brought up in a way of hey i think this is important and i want to bring light to it no it was it's part of the story Mm -hmm. right i mean it's part of of it's 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 not a plot device it's it's actually a you know um a continuation of the story or i should say not even a continuation but more of an introduction right because wakanda is apparently going to be a big deal uh in this opening story arc yeah you know, you know, and he could have, he could have gone further, right? I mean, because if you look back at, at Sam Wilson, I mean, from the get-go, Sam was very politically engaged, right, with his community in Harlem, I mean, all the way from the very beginning. And so, I mean, Sam never shied away from, you know, what he does for his community and the things that he's trying to do for his country. That's so, a good point. That's yeah. a great point. But I think he handled it in a very, um, you know, balanced sort of way without neither too hot nor too cold, right? Just just the right amount of, of entertainment, but also, you know, staying true to Sam's character. Yeah, that's a great point. I mean, I love his reaction to this when Misty says, and things are so sunny here, because mm-hmm. obviously the answer to that is no. Right. And Sam replies, that's the point, Misty, making this country a place where we can live and thrive. That's my job. This movement means I ain't doing so hot. Mm-hmm. So rather rather than be all criticize, you know, this criticize that. He does the cap thing and he says, I could be doing a better job. Yeah. Right. Right. Which I think is very much, um, I don't know, it's, it's a very cap thing to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you, you lead from, you don't always lead from the front, you know, rah, 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 right? A lot of times you lead from the front by your example, or you lead from the rear by encouraging. And I think this is, this is something that, um, 
is is very cap like for him to to say no uh you know it's on me and inspiring others to do and say the same thing right yeah i think this is something he's learned from steve right i mean uh you can be angry and there's lots to be angry about and sam was angry you know early on right but he he he's he's learned that like he's he has a role to play in uh making things better right he is he learned that whole that lorax that lorax saying right unless someone like you cares a whole awful lot nothing will get better it's not <laughs> right and right because you and he knows that he's out there trying to do his best to change things to make better mm-hmm. uh, make it better and uh, and i love that i love that about this character um i wasn't always a big fan of falcon um, mm-hmm. But I have grown to really appreciate Sam Wilson and his various incarnations as the Falcon and uh, and as Cap and uh, and I think this remains very very true to uh, who Sam has become. So, what do you think of um, the the cast? Right, I mean we we talked about the villains, right, or mm-hmm. or the villains slash uh, outside characters, right? We got Crossbones, we got White Wolf. I think that's awesome. Right, because mm-hmm. we have the introduction of a character very people are very not familiar with, right? Well, White Wolf, very people, mm-hmm. few people know about. Yeah. So that's cool. But then you have a classic character, you know, who's been around for about thirty years in Crossbones. You know, now but drawn drawn very differently, Rick. What's up with that? Yeah, he's not huge. He's not huge, right? Yeah. Like I yeah. Thought, if, if you didn't know who that was, I would have thought, well, it's clearly Lex Luthor. Or bullseye, or, or bullseye, or yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. Um, he's got a very different body style. So it's going to yeah. be interesting to see what what's going on here. If that's yeah. intentional, or if that's just an artistic license. Yeah, and and then you've got you know Deadpool, you got Doctor Doom coming up. So mm-hmm. we got some cool villains, antagonists, you know, that are, are are showing up. So let's talk about the supporting cast. What do you think of uh, Joaquin Torres? What do you think of um, Misty Knight? Both great characters. I mean, I, I I honestly don't know a lot about either of them. Um, I didn't really follow the Sam Wilson story that, where Joaquin debuted. Um, and so I've only caught like bits and, and pieces of it. And frankly, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't have even known about it because I didn't really read those books until after I watched the MCU series on Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. Where they had walking the walking tours character, um, and who knows where that character will go in the MCU. But uh, there was sort of a flurry of interest in this Joaquin Torres who became the Falcon um, when Sam took up the mantle of Captain America. So I had to go back and, and read some of those books. So um, I, I I think that character is really interesting uh, with some really interesting capabilities, and uh, and I like the dynamic between the two of them. So I'm, I'm I think it's going to be cool to see where that goes in the future. As for Misty, I mean, who who doesn't like Misty? She's a she's a foxy mama. <laughs> Yes, and uh, it's nice to not see uh, Layla. Yes, I was thinking right? that as well, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of yeah. over her. Yeah, I'm over her too. Yeah, yeah, she's a little mean. Yeah. Um, Any other characters that you're you're hoping to see uh, show up here? Um, gosh, who, who else would I, uh, would I like to see? Well, I mean, I'm sure we're going to... I mean, if, if, if this is going to, and I think it's going to involve perhaps some time in Wakanda, 
I, I think we're going to see it's Chala's sister, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. I hope we see Winter Soldier. I hope we see him. Well, he seems to be a huge uh, part of the the Sentinel of Liberty series, right? Because mm-hmm. when we had Alana mm-hmm. Smith on the show, she talked about that how yeah. how much we're going to see Winter Soldier in that in that series. So, um, we'll probably if we if we if we want to see Bucky, we're going to have to probably uh, uh, pick up the Sentinel Liberty series, which yeah. I yeah. guess I'll have to do that. You have now. to do it, yeah. But yeah. there might be might there there may be some some appearances and maybe also who was that crazy lady from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier miniseries that we like so much? The crazy lady? Yeah, the who 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 battled Zemo for control of Hydra. Oh, you're talking about the miniseries, not the, yes. the MCU series. No, no, yeah, the, the miniseries. Oh, yes, you know what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, gosh, it, she was it, just in the Captain America Iron Man miniseries. Yeah, the name escapes me, but uh, oh yeah, we maybe like we'll her. see her again. Ooh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, or the natural. Be nice if she. Oh, the natural. That would be cool too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I got to say, this was um, a great start to the series. We got to see some personal side of Sam. We got to see some kick-ass action. Uh, we got to see Falcon. We got to see Red Wing, and um, Scree! And, we, and we got some some cool villains coming up. Yeah, you some know, great, so, some great art. Uh, Deadpool and Doctor Doom. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, like, yeah, when, indeed. When was the last time we saw <laughs> Deadpool or Doctor Doom in a Captain America series? Right. Yeah. I can't. I, it's been yeah. such a long time. Yeah. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. Uh, you know, it's gonna be gonna be some gonna be some humor too. Yeah, oh, totally. Oh, so hey, Bob. So we need to uh, let people know about next episode, right? So in episode eighty nine, we are doing the top ten other Captain America retcons mm-hmm. part two. Part two. Yes. Yeah, so we covered in episode 84 the first five now we're going to do the next five so that's going to be fun uh so it's a little break from uh you know government covering the comics we're going to dive deep into the mythos behind captain america and uh and and cover a couple of um a couple of the the retcons you wouldn't otherwise suspect do you want to do you want to give the listeners a little tease of of no i don't but all i will say is if if you thought we went into the weeds last time buckle up and grab your black and decker weed whacker because we are going deep (laughs) deep deep this time (laughs) oh that's good that was you know what that was excellent marketing but we all know Bob just forgot what those five. Were. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Bob, as always, it has been fun wrapping cap with you, my friend. Oh, it has. It has. All right. He's Bob Lucius. I'm Rick Verbonis. And you have been listening to another episode of the Captain America comic book fans podcast. 